Welcome to 239 Uncensored. Everything Southwest Florida and beyond with your host, Tim Jurett. This podcast covers it all. Real talk on issues from real estate to real crime. Join the discussion on hot topics to politics. Don't get left behind. Be in the know about everything Southwest Florida and beyond. Welcome, welcome to 239. I'm everything Southwest Florida and beyond. And we are live in our brand new studio. And we have Alex here. You, you're going to chime in there and say hello? Yes, hello. We got Alex. And we got the, you know, the famous, famous Justin McKenney, who will be performing. When you hear this, it'll be tonight or Tuesday night and Wednesday night at uh, Off the Hook Comedy Club. Justin, welcome to the studio. Tell me what tell me what you think well, about being in Florida. Well, first of all, thanks for having me. This is the first one you've done here? I'm the first podcast in the studio? You are the first podcast. They say you always remember your first. Always. Right? <laughs> but you know what? But do you know what I realized? I've never been anyone's first. So nobody remembers me. Isn't that kind of sad? <laughs> you're like, you're just like off, no. uh, literally I, off the hook. I'm sure I've been some... Some some people's last. <laughs> you know, they're like, you know, I think I'm into women. <laughs> First and last. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I'm into women. I'm, yeah. I'm done with them. I'm done with this Justin guy. So so Justin now. Like I, I weaned him off. Yeah. Of, it, uh, yeah. We'll keep it clean. Just done with it. No. Right. Like, two, three, oh, nine uncensored. We're oh, good to go. Uncensored. Yeah, oh. we're good to go. So well, it's like I weaned him off of penis slowly. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, bigger, <laughs> smaller, smaller, and then bench. You know what? Why, let's go to a woman. Anyway. They, they call that like inverted. I, I, it's not that bad. <laughs> No, I wasn't doing that. I wasn't doing that on purpose. Um, so, all right. So, now, you've been in Naples before. You're down here. This is in the middle of COVID, like well, I a year you, into it. I'm going to tell everybody back where I live that if you want to remember what it used to be like before COVID, go to the seed to table. You got it. Because that place was like nobody had a mask in that place. It was, it was crazy. If my wife knew I was in there, I, she wouldn't let me back home. Oh, she's gonna know now. No, she won't. No, she won't hear this. Oh, okay. Yeah, you, you, you don't have reach up there. We are, so. we are, we are this, worldwide. This, pod, this podcast isn't that big. Yes, it's good. She's, she's never heard of it. I told her I'm gonna be on two, three, nine uncensored. She's like, "What the hell is that? What's up with that?" Yeah. So, give us a little bit of background on your, you know, your comedy life as a comedian, and we'll talk a little bit about how things have changed over the last year dramatically. But give us a little background about that. Well, about my, you know, if you're asking about my stand-up career, like kind of the path that I kind of have taken. Yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah. Well, I started uh, back in the, the mid-90s. Uh, I was living up in, uh, you know, from New Hampshire and Maine is where I'm from. Right, you know, that's right. how we kind of know we have a mutual friend, Quimby. Ooh. Dave. Quimby. Um, and uh, so I just started, I, I did an open mic down in Boston. Massachusetts. That was the first time I ever uh, tried stand up. I just did three minutes. I had to sign up on a on a you know on a little sheet. Drive down to Boston. Didn't tell anybody that uh, I was doing it because I didn't want any friends to go. You know, if I bombed, I don't want anyone to see it. Yeah, right? So I just secretly go down there and do that shit on your own. Yeah. So I do the three minutes, and uh, it went surprisingly well. Okay. So now I'm cocky. 
So I go back, I sign up again, I'm going back like three months later. This time I tell everybody, like people from up New Hampshire, Maine, they all drive down. It's like 40 people there. I know like half the place, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I go up, it did not go nearly as well, <laughs> right? So I'm dropping F-bombs, like left and right, sweating, right? I'm like sweats coming out. I'm wearing a, a, a sport coat that I had just picked up and I, I had the tag still on it because I thought I was going to do a joke about how I left the tag on the sport coat. You know what I mean? So right, I, right, right. That, that bombed. So I'm swearing, right? So I'm dropping F-bombs. Right? I get off stage and I didn't, uh, first of all, <laughs> the host, this guy named Vinny Favorito was hosting. He comes up to me as, I'm, as I say goodnight, right? He looks at me and he goes, he goes, Justin, he goes, next time, why don't you try throwing a few, can I say the F word? Yeah. He goes, why don't, oh, he goes, next time, why don't you try throwing a few through fucks in there? Maybe that'll get him, right? It's got a huge <laughs> After laugh. you just I freed. just did, yeah, I just did 23 in three minutes, right? So he goes, so I try making, you know, making fun. He starts making fun of the coat with the little, with the little tag that I left. Right. On. I tried to make a joke. He goes, he goes, what? He goes, that didn't go over well or something like that. He goes, look at this. He's making fun of my coat. And I go, oh, look at your coat. He had a coat on that said Giggles Comedy Club, which was like, and he goes, yeah, this is where I, it's a club where I get paid to do comedy. And I come out oh, the big laugh. So he's just ripping me, right? Yeah. So I, I had to walk off, right? I get to the back of the room. Guy that goes next is a guy that was there when I was there three months ago. He goes up and does the exact same material that he had done before. And I was like in the back of the room going, you can do that? Like I didn't know you can repeat material. So I tried to go back with a new three oh, minutes. Oh, no, you got to keep it for a little I, while. Well, I didn't know. Like I didn't. So so I that was my introduction to comedy where I found out like I, I didn't know. I li- And a lot of people think that comedians just show up and they just do whatever they're thinking that day. But I mean, there is, I mean, look, there's a lot of ad libbing, there's some improv involved, but for the most part, you're writing material, you know, you're coming up with a, with an act, you know? So, uh, that was my introduction. And so I said, there's no way I'm going out like that. Um, so that's why I stayed with it probably to this day. That's why I probably never quit. Cause I'm like, there's no way I'm letting my friends see me on that note. Can you imagine if I just gave up? That was it. it was I'm like, done. Hey, hey McKinney. Remember that time you tried to stand up? Yeah. You're not that funny, huh? You know, not as funny as you thought you were. Nice job. Yeah. Nice job. So that was the first time I went up. But then, as you know, I moved to, uh, you know, New York and L.A. I got agents. I did the Tonight Shows and Comedy Central specials and Amazon Prime specials and all that stuff. So I've made a, uh, a, a decent career. But that's, that's kind of where, uh, where it started. Yeah, no, and, and I think you met your wife at one of the shows. Uh, fill me in on that one. Well, <laughs> I met my wife. And, uh, she felt sorry for you. No, well, at this time. <laughs> By the oh, time okay. I met my wife, I mean, come on. I mean, you know what I mean? It's like, but I got to be honest. People say, what's the worst set you ever had? I go, I think it was the night I met my wife. I'm still bombing. <laughs> still, still, <yeah. laughs> that was the worst set. Um, but no, it was at that point I'd been doing it, uh, you know, a couple of years. So I was pretty, uh, I was starting to get work, paid work at that time when I met my wife. So, but what happened was I was a private investigator. This is how the odds of me even meeting my wife, I have two kids now. The odds of that even happening is just miraculous that I even have these kids and met this because I was working as a private investigator at the time with my uncle. I was on a surveillance that night following some domestic situation. Somebody... what the guy do? Like, on. did he, like, steal the next-door neighbor's, like, lawnmower? No, or what the hell was no, it? No, no, no. It was, uh, I, I think it was... Uh, Cheated on her. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was a... I think it was one of those cases, right? So, anyway... I go, so the guy wasn't going anywhere, whatever. He was, looked like he was staying in for the night. So I go, hey, I want to go do stand-up at this place. And uh, in, it was in uh, North Andover or Andover, Massachusetts, right? It's a place called the Comedy Palace. 
Um, and that Comedy Palace, by the way, that'll get me to your charity chuckle. It's the same kind of Comedy Palace charity chuckle. That's what I want to uh, hear. So, uh, so I just stopped in to do this uh, guest set, they call it, in the business. And I go, I, I go on, and while I'm on stage, I, can, I see my wife. And she smiles at me. I kind of notice her from the stage, but she's with a guy, right? And so I didn't think anything of it. I'm putting on my coat to literally run out of there to go back and meet my uncle. And all of a sudden, the waitress in the back goes, oh, he, uh, he's, the host starts talking to my now wife, Jen, starts talking to her. And he goes, so then the, the woman in the back goes, oh, he's talking to Jen. Right, and then I'm like, "Oh, you know her?" He goes, "Yeah," and it's like, so they start. You should go. Out. We're all going out after. Blah blah blah. Well, then I'm thinking she's with a guy, whatever. Then she, my wife gets up and goes to the bathroom while I'm there, and she says hi to me as she walks oh, through. Oh. Yeah, so there was that whole thing. Yeah, a little and I flirty, go, flirty. Guy. So long story short, the guy was her gay friend, Danny. Yeah. So, so, so I guess the the whole. That's thing, what they all say. Well, <laughs> well, to this day. Uh, they were fighting over whether or not I was straight or gay. Like, he swore I was gay. She thought I was straight. So it was this whole big uh, big thing. And they, she's still not sure, my wife. I'm, I'm trying to figure it out myself, but it's good. Yeah. It's good. It's yeah. good. So, anyway, but that's it. I've been with it for 25 years now. Two no, kids, that's awesome. All from that. So, yeah, that's, that's really good. So, I know you've done some really big specials. I mean, I know you did Comedy Central. I uh, had a great time watching the one with Gronk. He was on there. What the hell's like that? That like you know when you're like, I think they just well, had come off a Super Bowl, and I'll give, you, I'll give you some inside stuff with the Gronk thing. First of all, diehard Pats fan, right? Oh yeah, all yeah. my kids go um, Pats. Yeah, we're, it's just it's been a, a crazy run. But so to do Gronk for my my kids are more impressed than anything because it's like I got signed shirts from them and everything else. And Gronk was a super nice guy. He is kind of what you what you see, right? Is that yeah. I don't say frat house type guy, but he's kind of like that yeah, guy. You know yeah, what I mean? What yeah. you see is kind of what you. He got smashed beer cans off his forehead. Yeah. So the crowd <laughs> that night, um, and the special is on Showtime now. You can watch it on demand. Yeah. And I'll get give you, it. I'll give you some inside uh, inside info. I don't know if I can get in trouble for this, but um, but so basically the crowd was really rowdy. It was almost like a frat house type crowd. There were his kind of fans, right? To see Gronk. Gronk was doing stand up, right? So my set is dirtier. That's a, that's the dirtiest television set I ever did. Was that Showtime special? Um, and just because I was playing to the crowd, you know, Gronk's yeah. up there. So, yeah. so Gronk goes up, and uh, he does. He doesn't do that great. I mean, they love Gronk, but he doesn't do that great. I'm then the first guy. I go up and had. Well, I was really happy with my my set, and um, and I think on the last time I was on this, did I tell you the first joke I did? Did I even do the Gronk joke? Before? No, no, and I loved the it. The one about. Well, well, Gronk, I mean, for those of you that, that don't know or, or haven't seen it, so Gronk comes up, he does 10 minutes of stand-up, he introduces me, and so my first joke was, hey, I love Gronk, you know, how great is Gronkowski, my kids love him. In fact, my seven-year-old for Halloween went as Rob Gronkowski, got to the third house, hurt himself, he was done for the year, right? <laughs> and then, you know, so I was just ripping on him a little, you know, and then, uh, and then you know, so I'm like, now I'm like, I thought Gronk was going to deck me, luckily he didn't get the joke, you know? And then I'm like... <laughs> Uh, you know, when they t I think I said something like, uh, man, Gronk doing stand-up. When they say break a leg, he'll do it. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so anyway, I was really happy because where the room was at. And then I went up and had to kind of, like, wake the room up a little bit. You know, and he was gave me a great intro, too, by the way. I believe he said the intro he said was, uh, this next guy's a New England legend, Justin McKinney, right? Which I'm like, I don't know where he came up with that, but I'll take it. That's good coming yeah, from Gronk, right? Yeah, yeah. Gronk. Okay, so listen. Yeah. So we get through the whole show. Come to find out, Gronk. During his opening set, took his suit coat off, and he had a uh, energy drink sponsor on there that couldn't be the logo. Couldn't oh, have the logo. shit. So the warm-up guy had to go back up and say, look, Gronk has to come back up and do his set again. Oh. And this, and this is what the guy... <laughs> 
this is what the guy told the crowd. And I brought the opener. I actually got the opener of the job. Like, I sent the tape, got the guy, my buddy, my buddy Chris D. He goes to the crowd. He goes, look, Gronk's going to do it again. You guys just were not giving it up enough for him. You know, you guys were right. And I don't, no one asked him to do this. I don't know. Even to this day, he jokes me. I don't know why he did it. But he got them so juiced up so that when Gronk went and did it again, it was almost insane. So then I'm in the back going, that's going to make it look like my stuff isn't, you know what I mean? It's yes. Like, these people are just laughing. They don't know what they're laughing at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, in a weird, that's that weird psychosis of the performer where I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, it would have looked a lot better. Oh, and when he brought me up the second time, he didn't say New England legend because he, he just said, first real comedian, Justin McGinney. Like he totally, so the intro sucked for me. And uh, the the crowd was all weird. So when you watch it, it's it's. I don't know if you noticed it or not, but I mean, look, I, I was happy with what I did uh, yeah. on the show, and I would have done it, you know, ten times over. I mean, it was fun. But yeah, we didn't notice it. I thought it was really good. I mean, it's just like but, you said, Gronk can get what you get with Gronk. I'm surprised he could even get the words up. But next time you see it, when you hear listen to the crowd, and you're going, "Wow!" I mean, that's they're really giving him a lot of laughs. Give him a lot. Of- it was so. I said to my buddy Chris, "I go, I go. Why did you say that?" I go, "Because it was really like so." Anyway, I don't know. I hope I feel bad because I mean, I, I recommended the guy, and I'm hoping he didn't like you know. Set the bad tone for the whole thing. Nah, I think it was. But anyway, good. it was uh, it was really cool to do, and it was. That's another thing. It was at Gillette Stadium was where they filmed it, and it uh, the they had a smoke machine. The smoke machine was in August. Smoke machine set off the oh. fire alarm, so they had to shut off the air condition. So it was like a hundred degrees in there too. That's the other thing. So it's hot. It's you know it's this rowdy group. It's all so all that stuff was going on. But overall, um, you know, I'm happy I did it, and uh, yeah. Well, let me ask you this. So what the heck is going on now with how are the people in New England taking this whole Gronk, Brady, Antonio Brown? I mean, it's literally we've got hats down here that have Patriots on one side and the Bucks on the other divided with it's crazy. Yeah, so, they call them. Uh, what's one of, one of the radio guys up there says? Uh, Tampa Bay Gronk and ears. <laughs> That's a good. Yeah. Tampa Bay. It's yeah. hard to say though. Yeah. How do the cheerleaders do that? Yeah. Go uh, Tampa Bay. Green. I don't know. Yeah. It's, I mean, look. Here's the thing with Brady. It's so weird because I've got three brothers, and one of my brothers isn't rooting for Brady. Wasn't rooting for Brady. Like he's like, ah, you know, I don't like Bruce Arians or what. And it's like, but I don't get it because Brady, he would have stayed. Like Bill Belichick tried to get rid of Brady years ago with Garoppolo, and Brady since that time has been to three Super Bowls and won two of them. Yeah, since what would have happened since that time? And he can probably win another one. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. I bet a hundred bucks on that on the Buccaneers before the season started to win the Super Bowl. I made twenty five hundred bucks. I bet, Did, I bet you I'm, kept it all the way through. Yeah, I kept it all the way through. I just couldn't get rid of it because I just. I have just been watching Tom Brady game after game. He always, he's just, I, I've never seen anything like it. Have you seen that show on ESPN called, uh, uh, it's ESPN Films 30 for 30. There's one called the, yeah. Bra- the Brady Six. Right, 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 right. They made this thing. When they made this thing, it was like he was like the next best thing, maybe the greatest of all time. That was like, he's been to five Super Bowls since then and won four more. He had only won three Super Bowls when they made that Brady Six and he was like a legend. So it's like, just to see him do it over and over again, and I was always thinking that it was more Brady than uh, than Belichick. So I was I was rooting for him. I mean, clearly I want the Patriots Vin- to do vindication well. Vindication on the, that. Once yeah. the Patriots weren't, you know, and we'll see what we can do now. But I mean, yeah. I'm I'm seeing now he's getting old. I'm seeing how long 
this guy can go. Yeah. I mean, he's getting so old that, I mean, if Giselle ever left him and he won another Super Bowl, rather than, hey, I'm going to Disney, hey, I'm going to the Villages. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, that's where he's going to go. I mean, he'll fit right in there. He's close. He's going to Villages. So, yeah. So, I mean, I, the thing about Brady is, like, I think he just brings a huge presence to the team, obviously. And I don't think anybody wants to let him down. Would you want to drop a fucking football that Brady throws to you in the end zone? I, 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 I would lose it. I mean, no, it's your one chance to, you know, well, I mean, shine. So he, many of them want to play with him, and, and they do. But Chris Godwin dropped a bunch. I know. In, in the playoffs. Were you watching all the games, the Buccaneers? Yeah, I mean. You got to be, right? I'm not a huge, well, I can't say that. I, I really like the Bucs because it's in Florida. But I'm, I'm more about a Brady fan. And I had to explain it to everybody because everybody fucking thinks I'm, no, you like the Bucs, you're jumping on the bandwagon. I'm like, no, I'm not jumping on the bandwagon. I'm, I'm a Brady fan. Lay off me. I didn't get the Buccaneers like, jersey. Yeah. You know, well, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I borrowed one <laughs> from Quimby. Which, by the way, I've got a son who, uh, you know who he likes? The Chiefs. The Chiefs. Uh, yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Mahomes. And he likes he's got a Mahomes shirt. Yeah. And he's only doing it to piss me off. Yeah, and of course he's and I've literally he's got Gronk stuff signed, Julian Edelman stuff signed, Danny Amendola. I got him all this signed merch and he's still that's a douchey kid, am I right? Is he being kind of douchey? Yeah, he's, he's throwing it in like, your face. Yeah. So anyway, I've got if anyone wants to adopt an eleven year old kid. He's there. <laughs> He's there. Uh, it's unbelievable. Yeah, can't yeah, do anything. Yeah. Could you imagine when, when I when we were kids, the Patriots? Oh, we suck. I mean, two and fourteen. Yeah. Matt, Matt Cavanaugh was yeah. when I he was when I was eleven years old. Matt Cavanaugh. We would have been better with Brett Cavanaugh as the as the quarterback. <laughs> I remember. I mean, my, my my yeah, my guy was my guy was Steve Grogan. I mean, and uh, I remember, Stanley Morgan. I remember Grogan and Morgan. Yeah. Morgan, yeah, those guys. You that know. was before Kavanaugh. That oh, would yeah. have been the seven. That was yeah. the seventies, right? No, yeah, it was like... Oh, I no, you're right, because like 86, 80, the Bears. Yeah, the Bears. Yeah, it was Easton and Grogan. Tony Easton. Easton and Grogan, yes, yeah. Yes, 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 right. yes, it was good. So I know you've had a lot of cool experiences, right? You've been on... Uh, give me a rundown of the late-night talk shows you've you've been on. And I did uh, The Tonight Show with Jay Leno in uh, 02. Johnny Carson, that. right? No, I'm not that old, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, it was on the Ed, it was Ed Sullivan. The Ed Sullivan. It was, Ed Su- it was Jack Parr, yeah. actually. No, so which ones did you do again? Uh, Leno. Leno. Yep. Do you and, get to uh, actually talk to these guys when you're there? Yeah, Leno was really nice to me, and then I went back He's a and Boston did, boy. I did Leno again. So oh, I did you really? Back. Okay, good. You know, whenever you do a show like that, you do you you want to do it once. Obviously, that was my goal was to get on. The, it was actually Leno because my dad used to watch Leno when he was when I remember him sitting there That's big. drinking out of his shot That's glass. That's big. Um, and. That was the one I wanted to do. But whenever you do it once, you didn't want to be asked back. Because if you've done it once, you've never been asked back. Well, that's it. You know what I mean? So then he asked me back, and that was cool. And then, uh, so that was 02, 04. I moved back to New Hampshire in 06. Um, and then uh, Leno had lost the Tonight Show to Conan O'Brien. Remember that? Yeah, that was a strange deal. So then I did it with Conan. Yeah. Too. So Conan was only like there. For, he was there for a short period, and then he went he off. Sure and, was. Christ, I, I don't. That was weird. He's I, gone now. Well, I think I did the show on a Tuesday. He lost it on a Thursday. So this could be your last suck. podcast, you dude. I, I am very bad. Yeah, I, 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 I jinxed it. Yeah, yeah, no shit. So now you've been in Naples before, but before um, you've been in Naples before. So and we did a thing. We did. I don't think you realize this, but we did three years. I think it was three years in a row. We did charity chuckle. Each show or each uh, charity event we did, we made about fifteen or sixteen thousand dollars. So 
We actually did some big money for a good cause yeah. for Youth Haven. I know you weren't real fond of the name of the charity chuckle. No, it was. I just thought it was funny because you said, what do you think, the charity chuckle? And I go, well, chuckle is kind of that. Like, that's the running joke. I'm going to be at the chuckle hut. Like, that's the word they always use yeah, Like when yeah, you're yeah. making yeah. fun of it. Yeah. And a chuckle is just like a little bit of a laugh. Like, it's like, huh. A shitty-ass <laughs> fucking laugh. Yeah. You know, the chuckle. So it's like not many comedy clubs go with chuckle. That's all. So to call it the charity chuckle, I liked it actually because it lowered their expectations. Yeah, and anything you know else... I mean? Anything more than a chuckle, you're 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 getting your money. Well. It was great, and we mm. and we actually did it to raise money for kids and and to do all that stuff. I mean, now yeah. you're in town just to make bank. I mean, it's kind of uh, well, it's kind of yeah. shitty. I don't it's know shitty. what I'm going to get for bank because I'm yeah. going to be honest. It's a Tuesday, Wednesday. It's off nights. We've got COVID. No. I'm hoping some people come out, but I'm not expecting much. But to be honest. I just did a show uh, for like 22 people outdoors in February. That's the last time I've been on stage. I, I can't, there's no place to work up where I am right now. Yeah, so everybody listening, I know I know Brian Spina is going to love it. Off the Hook Comedy, Tuesday night, which would be when you probably hear this, it'll probably be tonight. And then Wednesday, yep. you're going to do it. And uh, it's great over there. We have a great time. I, I know they do have some social distancing things, but last time I knew it was packed in nice. And uh, it was it was a great time. I mean, it was it was super fun, and it's always a good time there. But to to see you there, you're gonna love Justin. He's great. He he keeps it real good. And you know, the coolest thing, and most people don't really know about you, or maybe they don't all know about you, is you used to be in law enforcement. I did. You know, so all you cops that are listening to me right now, you definitely got to go tonight. But yeah, and you know what? I'm, think, I'm thinking of getting back into it. It seems like a really good time to get back into it. I mean, <laughs> I've never seen a better time to of, ever get law enforcement. We've so never heard, been more appreciated. I heard, I heard a rap song the other day, Thank the Police, that just came out. Yeah, Thank the Police. Um, yeah, yeah, Thank yeah, the yeah, Police, yeah. 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 Um, no, look, I'm a huge supporter of law enforcement, obviously, because I understand. I did it, you know, I, and, uh, you know, I think I said to you the other day, you know, I don't know what makes me. Uh, I don't know what makes me more upset or sad to think that the narrative that's out there is just so wrong. It's so off base from people, or the fact that had I not done it, walked in the shoes of law enforcement, that I might believe what I know. What a lot of people are believing, like it's just this, and it's just not. So the perception is just it. It, it, it eats me up. I haven't done it since the '90s. I was a cop in the '90s. Like I have, almost everybody I know is out of it now. A lot of people have left and. And uh, I just think that, uh, it, I don't know, there's a lot to say. And, uh, I mean, they have to lower the, 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 the standards, a lot of departments. They're hiring people now they wouldn't yeah. hire five yeah. years ago, as you know. They had to, up where I live, uh, they had to, tattoos are now, you can now be an officer. I saw a cop with a teardrop tattoo the other day. <laughs> it's crazy. That's just, you know, whack two people it's and crazy. you're good to go. Yeah, yeah, you're good. It wasn't on duty. <laughs> yeah, it was on duty. It's off duty. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you can No, you're right. And it's, it's real difficult. It's real difficult law enforcement because... The decisions you make are split second, as you know, you know, and it's just, it, it's it's tough. It's real tough. It's really tough, and people don't understand it, and uh, it's, I could go on and on. I mean, I could, you know, it's, it, it's crazy. It's, it's just, it's just, I just appreciate it. And look at the, the, the news out there. I mean, everything that happens every day, I mean, there's just a lot of bad people out there. What, are we going to have no, you know, no, no police out there? So I just really appreciate what they do, and, um... You know, I just hope that it, the pendulum swings back the other way and uh, people come to their senses, you know? Yes. I think it will because routinely, you know, we've seen over the years that that does happen. You know, it, it goes in different cycles. And I think, you know, and, and I think law enforcement will always be noble. There's going to be incidents we talked about earlier that are just sheer tragedies, right? 
both on the law enforcement side and both on, you know, the families of the victims that get involved in this stuff. So, it, you know, true, true tragedies. It's, it's just a, a very difficult thing. So we do, we do and we appreciate, and, and what's good about it is you, you have some pretty good stories about your law enforcement career in Maine. I got a whole, I mean, I got a whole show about it. I mean, you're it. almost I mean, like, yeah. you know, you're I mean, almost, it's crazy up there. I was, it was crazy. I mean, I was the only cop that wore mittens because, uh, you know, <laughs> it's it was cold, cold up shit. there. I mean, they, cold seriously, if there was a shootout, I'd have to put my hands up and go, uh, you got me. I'm done. I'm I, done. I hey, my, I can't get my mittens just, off. Just a minute. Let me take care of this real quick. I got to take care of that. How has your profession, obviously, it's taken a you know, major turn over the last year with COVID. It's been almost exactly about a year, yeah, you know, how this so whole thing has changed. It's, it's funny because last year started off, you know, I do a whole bunch of theaters up where I live. Um, it's like 20 theaters up in New England that I do every year. And I was just, I was on pace to have like my best year in a while. I mean, I've been building it year after year. I mean, the one show I do in Portsmouth is uh, 900 and something seats. I did four sold out shows in December. So it was like wow. almost 4,000 people. And, that, and then the other, so, you know, I started to really get a lot of momentum going and I was really looking forward to 2020. Now, once COVID hit in March, I lost six months, completely wiped out. Just boom. And yeah, so it was just, so it was stage time and, and everything, it was, that's part of it, plus the financial aspect of it. Um, and then, but what's happened, it's by the fall, it started to shift to these Zoom online shows. So believe it or not, I've been doing like corporate, like companies will hire me to do their, you know, I just did an employee appreciation day and, you know, our annual, you know, winter ball. That's gonna be I just did one. Difficult. It's, it's crazy. They're all, they're all on Zoom and, uh, it, you know, it's literally, you don't have hecklers, but you got people, you got to be like, shut your mic off. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's. Put your fucking dog down. Yeah, it's a whole different. <laughs> well, you used to say, you know, if you got to silence your cell phones or whatever. If, in other words, you're like, if you've got a really annoying family, it's going to come screaming in the room. You know what I mean? I don't need your, you know, laughing. And then some people, they don't, you know, they don't want to be on camera, so they just put a picture of them up there. So I'm, yeah. I'm like, this, oh, this one lady's digging me. Then I realize it's her photo. She's just got this smile. It's like a mannequin. It's like I'm performing it for mannequins. Yeah. But it's, you know, everyone's had to adjust and pivot. And uh, it's been, uh, it's, you know, uh, yeah. I love that word pivot. That's like the freaking. That's 2021. That's, that's the new word, right? Pivot. It's yeah. the new normal. Pivot. Do you like that one? Normal. No, but I, I can imagine it's gonna be difficult. And uh, you know, you coming down from up in New England, coming down to Florida, a little bit of a culture shock as far as what's going on. As far as I know, you've been behaving yourself, wearing yeah. a mask, I mean, the odd man out. Yeah, but. it's 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 a completely different world. I mean, look. I mean, as my friend Tammy said, uh, you know, everyone over 65 has been vaccinated and everyone's over 65. So yeah, I'm feeling so pretty good. good. You're I'm freaking, feeling pretty good about you're it. Good. You're yeah. good. You're good. You're good. Well, Justin, I, I'd like to thank you for coming in the studio. I mean, you're a good friend and then obviously uh, a great comedian. We, we just love it. We want to pack the place tomorrow or today. Yeah, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday, come out. Wednesday. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it's going to be really fun. I'm looking forward to it. And like I said, I'm just excited to be out. I've done... Since December, I've done one show live yeah, in the last two months. Be, so yeah, I have not been on stage. So yeah. it's a it's a great thing for me to uh, get up there and just stretch out a little bit and just do some material, a lot of new stuff, stuff I've never done, some some old stuff I mix in. So it's uh, it'd be great if you could make it out. Yeah, absolutely. And, and we're going to be sitting fairly close to the front, so please keep your spit 
to a, a, a minimum. Uh, you know, well, <laughs> six to 12 feet. I mean, what the hell is it? If I hadn't gone to seed to table, I'd say you're not worried about it, but I probably do have COVID. <laughs> you're pretty much you screwed might, at this point. You guys point. might want to just stay back. <laughs> All right, 239, Uncensored. Hey, check out the upcoming podcast. We got the new studio going. We're going to be cranking it up. Justin, Alex, yes. we are having a great time, and guess what? We are out. Thanks a lot, Justin. All right. Please make sure to download and listen to us on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Don't forget to like and share on social media. This has been a Studio 239 production. That was fun.